This is Marriage to the Max, episode number 84. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Marriage to the Max. Well, howdy-do. I'm your host, Kelly Hurst. This is Brett Hurst. Who's the co-host and a very cute husband. And we are marriage educators and co-founders of Home Encouragement. Talk slow, talk slow. And this podcast is designed to help you take your marriage to the next level. Well, how are you today, Brett? I'm doing great. On this hot summer day. It's a hot summer day on the day of this recording. But, yes, it uh, is. Great in spite of the heat. And we're looking forward to going to the Astros game tonight. Woohoo! All right. I know, it'll be fun. World champs. Okay, well, before we jump into the title, to the tip of the day today is I just want to recommend a website. It is realrelationships.com. Hmm. And this is the website of Les and Leslie Parrott, who are probably, I guess, internationally known, I would imagine. Without a doubt. Uh, marriage experts. They are uh, marriage therapists, family therapists. They write tons of books. They just, they have a great, great website. And some of our material today has come from some articles uh, that they have written on this topic. So I just wanted to give a shout out. And they have the same first name. They do, Les and Leslie and there's Parrott. And there's a few Leslies in that family. It's very true. Anyway. Well, today's episode is called Your Passive Aggressive Spouse. Hey, you wrote one about me. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> is this about me? Uh, so, okay, let's just jump in. Passive aggression is a common behavior pattern, and it does arise in all relationships. I think all of us are guilty of this from at one time or another. I don't think I am. I know I have been <laughs> passive aggressive from time to time. Maybe. But for most of us, I think we occasionally behave this way because it, in the moment, I think it just seems to be the path of least resistance. Okay. But I think we usually pay the price on the back end. <laughs> most of us do anyway. Yeah. Passive aggression is always the unhealthy choice. I, I can't think of a, a scenario where doing something passive aggressively would be the good thing <laughs> to mm-hmm. choose. Um, and it can range anywhere from you know, being an occasional irritant, such as, you know, when you say I'm fine while you're sulking. When you're not fine. Exactly. But it can also range to harmful and painful behavior that can damage the relationship, such mm. as, you know, deliberately sabotaging things, you know, between your spouse. Mm-hmm. And that can really be dangerous. But today, for the most part, we're going to be talking about some things that you can do to just thwart the occasional offender. Sometimes People are passive aggressive and they don't realize it. That is very true. We're going to talk about that actually. All right. So let's start out by saying this. Every passive aggressive person operates a little differently, but there is one rule that they all adhere to. They are not overt or clear. Wait a minute. Could you be a little more clear on that? (laughs) That this is something that's universal about being passive aggressive is they're not clear or overt about how they are really feeling. Okay. So they may behave and appear to be outwardly supportive and content, but they consistently behave in ways that are problematic. Mm-hmm. So it's like their behavior doesn't match their words. Actions. Yeah, exactly. Or words, sorry. And the frustrating thing is for people around them is that it's not always easy to pinpoint what what is happening because 
you know, I, there's a there's a passive aggressive book called The Angry Smile, uh-huh. and you can good title. Yeah, yeah, because sometimes you're like, wait, are they putting me down? <laughs> wait, are they sabotaging something? Because they seem to be doing it in a nice way, you know. But it's cold and deadly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the first thing we want to say is you want to know what you're dealing with when it comes to passive aggressive behavior. So you want to identify your partner's behavior. Mm -hmm. Um, Because some things, I don't know, we just kind of want to be clear about what passive aggressive behavior is. So one thing, and I think this is where all of us have fallen at one time or another is verbally denying our feelings of anger. Right. So it's saying, I'm fine, and then giving someone the silent treatment. Right. Which I think we've probably all done at some point. That's a pretty common one. I don't know if I've done it. I can guarantee you, you've done totally it. Totally kidding. <laughs> and, oh gosh, we're in for a wild ride here. No, no, no. Yeah, so that's probably the most common one. Or, you know, it's the thing where like a couple is arguing about where to go, which restaurant to go eat to. Where do you want to go? I don't care. Where do you want to go? I don't care. And then finally one person makes the decision. And they're and, never happy about yeah, it. Yeah, and then the other person's like, fine, we'll eat Mexican food. And then they sulk all the way through dinner. Make you pay for it the rest of the evening. Yeah, because they didn't want Mexican food instead of just saying, I don't really want that. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they're doing it to uh, not hurt people's feelings or because they're fearful of telling the truth. Well, yes, but we're going to get into why that can be problematic. I can hardly wait. Yes, I'm sure you can. Okay, so verbally denying feelings of anger. There's also verbally complying while behaviorally delaying or avoiding. So it's the it's the husband who says, I'll take out the trash after the football game. And then the football game ends and, and the trash doesn't get taken out. Right. And it never gets taken out. <laughs> so that's, you know, saying you'll do something, but then your actions don't follow, you know, your verbal compliance. So Another, really, it's just not being consistent. That Well, that's part of it, but it's also, it's swimming in this murky water of, I'm going to say one thing, and, and, I'm, all, and I'm actually going to come across as kind of compliant and mm-hmm. kind, mm-hmm. and yet I'm going to behave in a way that's going to punch you in the gut, you know? Right. So shutting down conversations. Can I say something? Yes. Please say something. You don't do that. Anymore. Anymore. I was gonna. I was waiting for the anymore. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm sure there had to be. Like, no. See, that was passive aggressive. What you just did, <laughs> say, giving me a backhanded. Well, compliment. now you're supposed to say you're. You don't do that you anymore. You don't do that. <laughs> Ever. Okay, we're moving no, on. Be, Look, be, this podcast is not supposed to be our therapy no, session. So. I was being totally serious, though. I mean, you, it's been when years. When I was a younger bride, Very I'm young. sure I fell into this pattern. We've been married a long time. Yes, and one of the reasons I didn't, well, the one, one of the reasons I did it when I was younger was because I didn't feel I had a voice in the relationship, which we're going to talk about in this episode. Are you saying I wasn't giving you a voice? No, I'm saying I was not recognizing my own voice. And right. we're going to unpack that a little bit. Which can't, okay. <sighs> Where did we leave off? Okay. Uh, shutting I'm down. Just trying to make it interesting. Yeah, thanks. Shutting down conversations, you know, by just like going, fine, whatever, you know, just not engaging. That can also be called stonewalling, which we've talked about in other episodes. Right. But it can also be a passive aggressive thing. I would say either of those two one word responses, fine, or whatever, are kind of the t-shirt words for passive aggression. Yeah. Unless you can genuinely say fine. No, really, it is fine. Like, I'm good. You know, unless you can express it that way, it, it usually comes across, I don't know, not so great. And then this is my favorite one, intentional inefficiency. So it's like 
the person who makes the bed and says, I did make the bed. I didn't know you meant you needed all the pillows on the top of the bed, you know? Right. And here's our example. So technically, I did what I yeah. said I was going to Here's do. our example of intentional inefficiency. Ray Barone on Everybody Loves Raymond television show. This is this is intentional inefficiency 101. And I'll give you the perfect example. There's an episode where Ray's brother Robert is getting married. Right, right. And the family asks Robert to share in some of the wedding planning and the responsibilities. So they assign him the task of designing and uh, getting mailed the wedding invitations. They assign Robert. Robert. That, and yeah. he's kind of complaining and kind of dragging his feet. He doesn't really want to do it. And Ray says... Well, just do a bad job, <laughs> and they won't ask you to help with anything else. Like he's written the book on that. Totally, kind of because behavior. Ray did that with his wedding. Right. which I won't spill the beans, but it is a hilarious episode. Right. So I won't say what happens. But you could it's do a this whole idea of on <laughs> yeah, everybody really. loves Raymond. It's this idea of I'm going to just not do a great job here, and then she's not going to ask me to do anything else, or he won't expect me to do anything else. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, but it's very passive aggressive. <laughs> so this is another thing that, that is helpful is to understand where passive aggression comes from. Now, we'll be the first to say there's no excuse for any kind of bad behavior. But it is, I think, helpful to understand why your spouse might be repeating some of these patterns. Yeah, I can think of several reasons. Yeah, I mean, on a low level, passive aggression could be the result of your spouse's fear to speak up that's and tell I, you what they want. That's what I was saying earlier. Yeah. In fact, when we teach our premarital class, that's one of the things we talk about in being a gifted communicator is you have to be assertive. And mm-hmm. assertive isn't a bad thing. It just means being clear. Right. So it, it could be a, a temperament thing where that's just not your nature to speak up, or it could be like what you were saying a minute ago, you hadn't found your voice. Your temperament from the beginning was to be forthright mm-hmm. and clear and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, but you weren't necessarily empowered to do that as a child. Right, right. So some of the underlying issues that might be at play, and it's not always the situation, but you just might want to kind of look for things as, does your spouse have a low self-esteem? You know, sometimes the passive aggressive person might feel like they're at a perpetual innate disadvantage. You know, mm-hmm. nothing just nothing goes well for them. They just kind of are always... Um, you know, having that victim mentality. Like Eeyore. Like Eeyore, yeah. And so maybe learning to understand that or maybe learning to understand where that comes from might be really life-giving and helpful as the person's partner. Moving you know, moving toward them. Moving and toward them. Kind of getting in the yeah. muck with them about it. Exactly. Something else might be at play is a sense of powerlessness. You know, if, you're, if your spouse feels as though he or she doesn't have control in a situation that mm-hmm. maybe um, things are, decisions are made for them mm-hmm. or you know they just don't that feeling may may fuel some underhanded tactics to try to gain some control right and like, it's not a healthy way of doing it but that could be at play right particularly if that's been a lifelong pattern for them that they've never seemed to have any kind of sense of, of personal control right. And then also it could be buried feelings of inadequacy and injustice. Okay, that's me. <laughs> People who act out <laughs> passive aggressively tend to feel deep down that they're getting the short end of the stick. And so if your spouse feels like you have an unfair advantage over them, you get to call all the shots, you're making all the decisions, 
that can contribute to their ongoing, we'll call it an adult temper tantrum of life never goes my way or, you know, but instead of really dealing with it head on and honestly, they, they try to sabotage and sort of undermine things and which is never a, a good way to be. I usually don't have those temper tantrums unless my team just lost. And then you have them <laughs> in a big way. Yeah, you can sulk for an entire weekend if no, the no, Longhorns no. and the Astros no, no, and no. the Texans are no, Cowboys. No, no. Yeah. Okay, moving on. So one, one. This is a tip, and I think this is one of the best things to learn to do if your partner behaves passive aggressively is to learn to not act out that person's anger, you the passive aggressive person's anger. In other words, get sucked into the vortex of it. Because passive aggressive people master the art of concealing their anger. And as a result, they get unsuspecting others Hmm. to act it out for them. It's manipulation. Yeah. You've got to be careful as the other person on the other end of that to not step into that and wear all the anger that the other person's not wanting to express. Mm -hmm. And I think this is one of the most helpful things because people can so easily get into that cycle, the vortex that you just said. Right. And be like, oh, this is so frustrating. It is frustrating. But it becomes their way of being and it becomes their way of behavior and this is their way of life. Yeah. Another response that people will do is they'll try to mirror the passive aggressive behavior. So they they see their spouse behaving passive aggressively and they get angry. But instead of expressing anger, they'll just behave passive aggressively right back to them. Like a tennis match. Yeah, but this doesn't work either. It's certainly not the healthier option. And every time the passive aggressive behavior is answered with a mirrored response, then everything just gets reinforced. Mm -hmm. That hidden means of expressing anger just gets refueled. Yeah. Again, it's just the the way of being for both parties now. Yeah. And the the opportunity for direct expression Mm -hmm. is lost in that you know, situation. So on the other hand, every time passive aggressive behavior is confronted directly and assertively, then the hidden anger is weakened. And that's ultimately what you want. Right. You don't want to fuel the anger. You want to learn to express the anger in a healthy way. You want to expose it. You want to put light on it. Exactly. You want to bring it out into the light. Exactly. Okay. So another tip that we're going to talk about is saying yes to the anger. And what I mean by this, say yes to the anger. So when I make you angry, just say yes. (laughs) I'm not saying this is easy. I'm saying that a lot of adults, (laughs) and we encounter this all the time, particularly with Christian people who have never really understood that anger is not a bad thing in and of itself. What does the scripture say? Be angry, do do not sin. Do not sin, right. So anger is a basic neurophysiological part of the human condition. Okay. It is not good or bad, it just is. So let's say that again. Anger itself is not sinful. Right. It's not good or bad, it just is. Right. But some of us hold to this unrealistic, you know, social standard of I don't get angry, you know, or or being angry is bad or being angry is unchristian or whatever. And so sometimes people from a young age will begin to associate angry feelings with being a bad person. And so we learn to suppress that anger, and sometimes it can come out sideways in this passive-aggressive way. Mm -hmm. And so you may need to communicate emotional safety to your spouse and let him or her know that you would rather them express frustration and anger instead of hiding behind it with passive-aggressive behavior. Which is a new dance for most people. It absolutely is. And it won't go smoothly. Right. (laughs) 
<laughs> Most of us don't start out doing the dance of anger well. Right. And, and a lot of people are afraid of anger. Mm-hmm. And they're afraid when their spouse expresses anger that something is gravely wrong with the relationship. And so anger is a really weird thing to try to learn how to dance around. But I think it's emotional intelligence to yeah. learn that. No, I totally agree. Yeah, sometimes we don't want to get into the anger world because we're uh, afraid of hurting someone's feelings or, you know, all that other kind of stuff. Sometimes we're afraid that we're we're really going to lose control and we're really going to blow up. And mm-hmm. uh, I think the main point of this is it's something to do anger well, you have to practice it. Mm-hmm. You have yeah. to start and you have to learn and then you have to effectively do it consistently in a way that's not going to be sinful. Yeah, and there is an appropriate way to express anger that's not uh, you know, threatening to your spouse right. and all of that. But so, so many of us are really afraid of it, and yeah. we really don't handle it very well. So we just try to avoid it, except it doesn't stay in the it's it's it becomes baggage and you can't really get into this world without the cushion of safety that we talk about all the time right. if you're not a safe person if you're not both safe people mm-hmm. and have that safe environment I, I wouldn't venture into this alone right right which we're going to unpack for sure at the end of the episode so i would say the next thing is to help your spouse find his or her voice and you have a lovely voice mm-hmm. Thank you. You have a gorgeous voice. <laughs> People love your voice, Kel. I will say this. For those who feel they don't have a voice in the relationship, it is essential to receive their anger when they test out their new voice. Hmm. So I, I'll just share a personal story here. I remember a number of years ago when I was kind of going through some depression of my own, and I was seeing a really good uh, counselor friend of ours. And he had helped me to understand that there was a part of me that didn't feel like I could express frustration Mm -hmm. for small things in life. Like you didn't have permission to go there. Yeah. And I don't know where that came from. Probably a childhood thing. Who knows? But we we sort of identified it. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that he suggested to me was he said, from for a while, when little things that frustrate you happen, just go ahead and express it to somebody. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, to kind seems, of get good at it. Yeah, this seems kind of petty. Like, really, mm-hmm. I'm going to bring up every little thing. He said, just do it for a little while. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do it forever. Right. And it wasn't very long before I realized that is okay. Sure. And and it gave me a better feeling of having a voice in bigger things right. because I had practiced in the small things. In other words, how else are you going to get good at doing it if you don't get started by doing right. small attempts at being angry? Yeah. And so what I want to say... In a healthy way. So what I want to say to spouses who are guiding their partner to be more open and direct about anger, then you may need to make sure that you're willing to accept his or her anger when he does express it Mm -hmm. appropriately. It's back to that safe place again. Yeah, and this is a hard dance, Mm -hmm. and people who are first learning their voice won't get it right Mm -hmm. at first, and it'll be kind of wonky, and they may overshoot it and be inappropriate. You need to be able to say, I'm okay with you being mad. It's not okay for you to scream at me, you know, whatever. Um, It's just like when children first learn to use words, mm -hmm. like when our uh, son got confused on the word fire truck. (laughs) (laughs) And said something else. That's right. In public, very loudly. He did, but we had to (laughs) hang in there with him and redirect him. Yes, and then I had to uh, leave in a 
false wig and glasses from Toys R Us. <laughs> um, so what I want to say is just for lasting change to take hold, your partner has to know that the that the assertive expression of his or her anger will be received from mm-hmm. you and it'll be tolerated. It'll even be respected. Right. You know, because you want that voice back too. Sure. So I hope that wasn't too confusing, but I, I hope that made sense to people. Well, I think the awkwardness of that is um, the pavilion over that will make that work out better is uh, a canopy of prayer. Yes, that's Sorry, true. Sorry, I stuttered so much saying no, that. No, a canopy of prayer. That's a beautiful way of putting that. Yeah, if they're both praying about mm-hmm. that as they're moving into that new territory of learning how to be anger, angry well, mm-hmm. which just doesn't even make sense. It's so countercultural, you yeah. know. All we know how to do in our culture is be angry mm-hmm. hurtfully. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. We also want to say that a good healthy tip is to not make excuses for your spouse or justify their behavior. Mm -hmm. Uh, This falls under the category of healthy boundaries. Your spouse is not your child. Mm -hmm. You are not responsible for making excuses for his or her behavior to yourself or anybody else. And we see that a lot. We see a lot of people with good intentions try to mop up the messes Mm -hmm. of their spouses and then things don't improve and then they get worse. Right. And then 10 years later, they're really in yeah, uh, a bad situation. Yeah, there are some people who have spouses who behave passive aggressively, and they're the only ones who see it. Mm-hmm. Like outsiders don't see what's going on. They're cleaning up all the messes. Yeah, exactly. In that case, if you're the only one really who is exposed to it, then you need to start being honest with yourself about what the behavior is. Yeah. You know, and and that's why we talked about a few bullet points ago. Call it uh, what it is. Yeah, call it what it is. But if other people are are seeing their behavior and point it out to you. Don't, don't make excuses for Mm -hmm. it. You know, that, that just is, I think that's just going to pile on and make things worse. Mm -hmm. People who behave passive aggressively hate being found out more than anything else. Well, that's the human condition. Of course. I mean, that's all of us. None of us like to be exposed for our weaknesses, whatever they are. So if you can let your spouse know that you recognize what they're doing but do it respectfully and sensitively because there's no reason that just because they're behaving passive aggressively that we need to come in and like pound them verbally, you sure, know, and beat yeah. them up. Yep. I mean, stand up for yourself. Right. You know, stand up for anybody else who might be affected by their behavior. But I think being clear about behaviors, that healthy boundary idea, um, that actually might get you into conversations that are deeper with your spouse totally. that everyone's afraid to have right now. It's the whole thing. We've said it so many times. Say what is so. Mm-hmm. And of course, speak the truth in love. In love. Absolutely. Right. And then finally, this is what I wanted to make sure we landed on. How do you know if your spouse's behavior pattern is problematic enough for you to seek outside support? Um, here's some things to look for. Again, if these things happen on a regular basis, right. this is what we're talking right, about. Right. Everybody has bad days. Exactly. Right. Uh, number one, whether your spouse appears to be undermining or sabotaging things that are important to you on a regular basis. Number two, if your spouse tends to brush off their hurtful comments or actions as simple misunderstandings, but you continue to feel uneasy. Kind of a red flag. Yeah. Three, whether your spouse tends to punish you later for conflicts that you thought you had already resolved together. Mm-hmm. Number four, if you feel angry or unsettled around him or her often, but don't really know why. Something's wrong. 
And then five, whether you feel like you're always walking on eggshells or dodging landmines with this person. Mm-hmm. If these statements resonate with you, again, regularly, right. find a good therapist and get some professional help because you're most likely not going to be able to tackle this one by yourself. And there's no shame in getting help. Yeah. The, the, the things we've been talking about today are more... You know, when the common once in a while behavior kind of stuff. Things that are common to every marriage. Yeah, it's when we all kind of behave badly, fall off the wagon. But if you've got a spouse who's really is sabotaging your relationship, that needs some professional help. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like with everything, with the right approach, with sometimes some professional support, you know, you can overcome passive aggressive patterns and behavior. You can build a happier, healthier marriage. You may just have to get a little help. Yeah. So how'd you feel about that episode? I think it was okay. Whatever. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> if you, you've, been, you've been waiting all episode no, to do I that, haven't. haven't you? Oh my gosh. If you'd like to contact us, and I don't know why you would, but <laughs> you can find us at marriagetothemax.org. You can also check out our website at homeencouragement.org. Also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And if you have a topic or question you'd like for us to discuss on the podcast, send us an email to thehursts at homeencouragement.org and we will do our best to get it on the air. And we hope that you'll share the love by rating us on Apple Podcasts. And we'd be thrilled if you would write a review for us. This really helps us to have more visibility. And I'd like to give a special shout out to our engineer and audio magician, Grant Supak. Thanks, Grant, for always helping us sound like we actually know what we're doing. Hey, Grant. So thanks for listening today. And until next time, remember, healthy marriage, healthy world. God bless y'all. Bye.